0: Witchcraft is a broad term for the belief and practice of magic. It can be found in various cultures across history and means something slightly different to every group. Most supposed witches were usually old women and invariably poor. Any who were unfortunate enough to be crone-like, snaggle tooth and sunken cheat were assumed to possess the evil eye. If they also had a cat, this was taken as proof. Many unfortunate women were condemned on this sort of evidence and hanged after undergoing appalling torture So here we have five witchcraft cases. Mother Shipton was a 16th century English prophetess and supposed witch who is said to have made dozens of unusually accurate predictions, including the Great Plague of London and the Great Fire of London. Mother Shipton was born Ursula Southill, the daughter of the 16-year-old suspected witch Agatha Southill in 1488. She was reputedly born grotesquely deformed and hideously ugly, but was nevertheless taken in by a kind townswoman. Her head was too large, her cheeks were sunken, her limbs were twisted and ill-formed, and she was born with a full set of teeth which protruded. According to local accounts, she was referred to as Hagface and the Devil's Child as she grew up, and it was believed by many that the father of such an ugly child must be the devil himself. Fanciful tales grew up around her of strange events which were said to have plagued the cottage as she grew up, The furniture would mysteriously rearrange itself, plates would be flung about, and food vanished before the eyes of astonished mealtime guests. It's said when pushed beyond the limits of her notoriously limited patience, she would send goblins to deal with her tormentors. However, neither her growing reputation as a witch nor her appearance deterred a York carpenter and builder Tony Shipton from marrying her in 1512, though it's believed she used a love potion to bewitch her suitor. Although they remained childless, their relationship was described as very comfortable. Mother Shipton was credited with powers of clairvoyance, and through the centuries her predictions, originally passed down by word of mouth, were held in the same high regard as those of her near-contemporary Nostradamus. Her early forecasts were to do with local people and events, and people travelled to Nasborough from some distance around to consult her. It's claimed that some of her prophetical verses foretold iron ships, motor transport, submarines, aircraft, and perhaps even the internet, Mother Shipton died between 1561 and 1567, and is said to have been buried in unconsecrated ground somewhere on the outskirts of York. She was feared in her own time and has been remembered by many over the centuries as England's greatest prophetess. The standout sorcery case of the pre witch trial era was that of Eleanor Cobham, Duchess of Gloucester. In 1441, she stood accused of employing a magician named Roger Bolingbroke, and a wise woman named Marjorie Jordanman to kill Henry VI by sorcery. They were found guilty and to warn others against such practices. Robert was made to stand upon a stage constructed in the churchyard of Old St. Paul's Cathedral while a sermon was preached against magic. His magical paraphernalia was also exhibited, including wax images and swords straight with magical copper talismans. He was convicted of high treason and hanged, drawn and quartered. Marjorie was burned at Smithfield either as a heretic or a female traitor. Cobham underwent public punishment, pleading that she'd hired the magicians not to kill the king but to use their magic to enable her to have a child by the Duke of Gloucester. She was imprisoned for life. During the 15th century, concern was repeatedly expressed in the necromancy and sorcery in aristocratic circles, leading to a handful of trials for treason, slander and murder. Commoners such as Jordamain were rarely caught up in such intrigues, but the tables will be turned more than a century later when witchcraft will seem to be a pervasive problem. An accusation of witchcraft did not mean an automatic trip to the gallows, even at the height of the witch trials in the 16th and 17th centuries. Under the Witchcraft Act of 1563, causing death through any witchcraft enchantment, charm, or sorcery brought with it the penalty of death, but for the lesser offenses, those convicted were to be imprisoned for one year, and to stand in the pillory once a quarter for six hours. Death was a penalty for a second offence of this kind. Elizabeth Frances, however, was convicted before the courts three times on accusations of witchcraft before finally meeting her fate. Elizabeth stated that she'd entered the world of witchcraft when she was just 12 years old. She'd been taught by her grandmother, Mother Eve. The old woman gifted her a cat, the same creature that Elizabeth eventually passed on to her sister, Agnes Waterhouse, who became the first to be hanged for witchcraft in England in 1566. The cat named Satan had done Elizabeth's bidding in return for bread and milk and a drop of blood. She used the animal to fulfill several desires. Elizabeth had first asked for wealth and goods in the form of sheep. These were granted and she received 18 in total. The creatures soon left and Elizabeth turned her thoughts to matrimony. She fixed her attentions on Andrew Boyles, a man of wealth in the area. Satan was happy to grant this request, on the condition that Elizabeth allow him to abuse her beforehand. She gave herself to Boyle's only for the man to refuse to marry her afterwards. Wanting revenge, Elizabeth instructed the cat to deprive her lover of his goods. Finding this not enough to satisfy her, she went further, asking him to touch Boyle's body, causing him to die. Suspecting she was pregnant, she turned to Satan again for advice, taking the herbs he recommended to abort the pregnancy. Fates did not intervene this time, and Elizabeth would have met her end on the gallows at Chelmsford. While the last documented execution for witchcraft in England took place in 1682, three men and four women were sentenced to death in Paisley, Scotland in 1697 for committing murder by witchcraft. This tragedy began the year before the supposed possession of Christine Shaw, the 11-year-old daughter of local landowner John Shaw of Bagaran. She suffered fits during which she was rendered blind and mute and vomited up pins, hairballs, feathers, bones, straws, and other objects. Some witnesses testified that they'd seen her carried through the house by an invisible force. Christian Fester accused one of the Lord's maids, Catherine Campbell, and an elderly widow named Agnes Naismith of bewitching her. She pointed the fingers at others too, and those interrogated named others, so more than 30 people were accused in all six of them were hanged and burned for witchcraft and one committed suicide before the sentence was carried out one account of the execution states that some of the condemned were still alive when their bodies were burned and that the executioners borrowed a walking stick from an onlooker with which to push their victim's moving limbs back into the fire its owner refused to take it back after it been in contact with witches this was the first time a scottish witch trial had been triggered by alleged demonic possession A remarkable fact given that such instances of possession had been prosecuted in England and Europe for decades. The North Berwick Witch Trials ran for two years from 1590 to 1592, and implicated at least 70 people from southern Scotland, including several nobles of the Scottish court. The suspected witches were accused of holding their covens on the Old Kirk Green in the village of North Berwick. As part of the background to the trials, a year or so prior to these events, King James VI of Scotland, who had initially been quite lenient towards witchcraft, experienced terrible storms while sailing to Copenhagen to marry Princess Anne of Denmark, and was forced to take refugee on the coast of Norway for some time. More storms greeted their return journey, and the Admiral of the escorting Danish fleet blamed the storms on witchcraft. These events drastically changed James' views towards witchcraft, and he became single-minded in his persecution of witchcraft in Scotland instructing his followers that they must denounce and prosecute any supporters or practitioners of witchcraft. In 1590, a young servant called Gilly from a small town near Edinburgh had been arrested for suspected witchcraft after some of her healing curses were branded as miraculous and the work of a witch. Initially, Gilly refused to confess to any dealings with the devil, but after torture and the discovery of a so-called devil's mark on her neck, she confessed to being a witch and affecting all her curses by his aid. Under further torture, she named various accomplices, including Dr. John Feehan, Agnes Sampson, and Francis Stewart. Ultimately, Gilly was burned at the stake. In all, about 70 people were accused of witchcraft, although it's not known exactly how many were executed. Many confessed under torture to having met the devil in the North Berwick churchyard at night, and to devoting themselves to doing evil, including attempts to poison the king and other members of his household and to sink the king's ship specific confessions claim that on halloween of 1590 the devil had the witches dig up corpses and cut off different joints or organs which were then attached to a dead cat and thrown into the sea in order to call up the storm which had nearly shipwrecked the king's ship the confessions were all similar and were all extracted by torture one particularly gruesome account was that of agnes Sampson, who was examined by king james himself at his palace of holyrood house she was fastened to the wall of her cell by a witch's bridle an iron instrument with four sharp prongs forced into the mouth, so that two prongs pressed against the tongue and the two others against the cheeks. She was kept without sleep and thrown with a rope around her head. Only after these ordeals did Agnes Sampson confess to 53 indictments against her. She was finally strangled and burned as a witch. This was the first major witchcraft persecution in Scotland. It's estimated that between 3,000 and 4,000 accused witches may have been killed in Scotland over the years from 1560 to 1707. So that was five cases of witchcraft. Thanks for watching and don't forget to subscribe for more countdown videos.